let's go through this more. Upper limits are ceilings that we hit for the good that we can hold before we self-sabotage, right? So when we increase our wealth, it's about how much money can I hold without having to sabotage my good. That's really what's happening on an unconscious level. What's my unconscious set point for cash? And when I did this in MDB, and I'm going to run this slightly differently, even though it's the same slides, is I got people to think about what is the number in my account that I always return to. And people tend to have this, right? I've got a friend, Emma Barfield, that calls that the peace threshold. Oh, as long as I've got 10K in my account, it's, you know, I feel peaceful. As long as I've got 100K in my account, I feel peaceful. As long as I've got a million in my account, I feel peaceful. As long as I've got 1K in my account, I feel peaceful. For some people, their unconscious thermostat is zero, right? And so those are the people that are like, however much money I earn, um, I always end up back at zero. And it's infuriating because it's like money comes in and then bills. It's like, oh, why is this not working for me? This used to be a thing for Craig and something that we really discussed over Christmas. And, you know, Craig's so beautiful because he's really willing to look at himself and do the work. And, you know, we looked at it like, okay, how can I be that I have a greater safety net for cash. And so a mantra that Craig used, and I'm not going to get the exact amount, right, was that I always have in my bank. I always have in my bank. We create this unconscious set point through this language. I never go below this. And it doesn't matter then if you do go below it. I'm below mine right now because I paid off the house, guys, you know, and I paid for a year's mentorship in like the same 24 hours. So it was like, it was a chunk of money. It was more money and several times more money I used to earn in a year. <laughs> but I know that my financial thermostat is higher. So it enables me to make choices like that. And now my focus is on bringing the cash up, right? It's really important that we have this because then we're forward thinking with our cash instead of where we're at. thinking about where I want to take this with you guys. When we talk about love and money, it's slightly different than when we just talk about the financial thermostat for cash. A lot of very successful people allow that financial thermostat to grow. So it's like more and more money, I can make more and more money. But they don't realize that there's so much good in their life that it's created this kind of unconscious guilt. I don't know if you guys have felt this. This like, can I really let myself have this? Like this just feeling of like guilt. And I really had it with this home when I first moved here and I really had to work through it. And so what we do when we have unconscious guilt, because we're like other people have got these situations and you know, people in my life are suffering or my family doesn't live this way, is that we create chaos or whatever it is another area of our life and what tends to happen in peak performers and these are threads these are themes I'm not saying this is always right is it the place that suffers is our relationships so you see a lot of peak performers are thriving in their bank account and when it comes to love that's where the sabotage happens right and if you read the big leap Dave Hendricks talks about a couple they have this amazing business and they used to have this amazing relationship. And the second that the business got really successful, the relationship started going downhill and they were disconnected and they couldn't understand why. And they assumed, oh, it's because we're really busy and da-da-da and da-da-da. 
And when they did the work with Gay Hendricks, they realized that, oh, this is where I sabotage. And it's through working through their upper limits and allowing themselves to hold more good feeling in their body, they realized that they could hold love and money. So I hope you guys are seeing the importance, right? Of doing this work. Because if you're in the school, my assumption is that on some level, we want to create success, whatever that looks like for you, you know, success looks different for all of us. And we want to make sure that we don't sabotage other areas of our life in order to justify the success that we've allowed ourselves to have. Doing the upper limits work with love and money is really believing that it can be so good, that it's allowed to be good and it's allowed to be good for us. And that's why we're going to do a meditation, not meditation. We're going to do a hypnosis because programming runs deep. And I was like, Tam, you need to, you need to hypnotize these babes so they can believe this, right? That it can be so good in all areas of our life. I want to quickly describe the thermostat. The thermostat is a really interesting metaphor that we can use to understand it. When you have a thermostat in a room that controls the temperature of the room, right? What happens is the room heats up, the room heats up, the room heats up. And when it gets to a certain point, right, there will be systems in the room to bring the temperature down. And it will be at that set point, it will stay at that set point. But then if the temperature goes below the set point, there are an apparatus in the room that brings the temperature up, right? And so this is what we do with upper limits. It's like with finances, it's really obvious. We're used to an amount of money in our bank account. If we go under, it's like we work more to bring money up. And then when we get to that point, it's like we kind of chill out and relax, right? And we stop doing the things, right? So then we don't ever go above that. And there was this beautiful example. I can't remember who taught me this example. It might've been when I worked with Hina of this man that he was a salesman and every single year, right? They would be given different sections, right? Of the population to sell to. And he was always in this pattern of making, I'm going to make a number up 25K a month. I'm um, sorry, a year. I always make 25K a year. I always make 25K a year. And so they did this experiment and this was done completely without telling him. They're like, okay, this year we're going to give him, right? This really affluent area where everyone kind of 10X is their income because people have got lots of money and they're ready to buy. And so he was given this area and they watched him and it was like he took the foot off the gas. He stopped doing the things. It's like he coasted, he chilled and he ended up making 25K. And so the employers are like, what? So what we're going to do is we're going to put him in a, a lower income area where it's you know notoriously harder to make sales. And what they saw, and this is all unconscious, he worked really, really hard that year and he made 25K a year. And so we do this. Oh, I am that. I make 25K a year. I am that. I always have this amount in my bank account. And we don't realize that this is creative, right? So the benefit of the financial thermostat is if we've got it programmed at like a good amount, then it means that every time that we make a big investment, and Bob Proctor talks about this, we know that we are the people that will bring us back to that cash amount, right? It's protective. Well, that's why I always program it in. I always have mantras around certain amounts of money. I am that I never go below this. 
I never go below this amount. I never go below this amount. I never go below this amount. Because I know even if I do big investments, I'll, I'll move back up to it. But then it can cap us too. It can cap how much money we make. And so we have to know that whilst we're chilling at, I always have this much money in our bank account. And we neutralize that and we normalize that and we're always there and it's programmed in that we then have to increase it. And so then maybe double it and start saying, I always have in my bank account and do the work to make sure that that level is programmed in and when we feel comfortable there. And so that's what wealth is really like. It's not just this, right? No one's wealth grows like this. People's wealth grows like to this, I get comfortable here, to this, I get comfortable here. It's like stages, you know? And then they'll be blah, 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 blah on the way. Does that make sense? Yeah, Sandra says, my situation right now is I'm below the money that I always make, but I know it will rise again. And so Daniela says, the question is, how do we set our financial thermostat? In multidimensional business, there is an alpha wave programming meditation that we will get on the podcast ASAP. So you guys can go into your unconscious mind and program it. But it's always really important, the language that you use, right? I am, because it's identity. Identity is creative. I am that I always have do 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 in my account. I am that I never go below this do do do. And then remember, we create inside out, so it doesn't matter, right? What's happening in our life? It doesn't matter if you have that amount in your bank account. It's like you work towards that. You become that. You become that. You become that. And that's going to take you on a journey because you're going to learn that I have to do X, Y, and Z money generating things to make sure that I always have that in my bank account. Okay, Sandra says that it's in the six weeks accelerator. Sandra, do you know which um, episode it is in that? So we can tell Daniela or anyone watching the recording. Um, Daniela says another question is if we go below our thermostat during life change, will it still go back to baseline? Yes, because you're going to kickstart. So I'm under my financial thermostat right now and I'm not worried. I mean, initially... When I made all the payments, I went, because <laughs> it's like terror barrier. It lasts about 12 hours. And now I'm like, okay, I'm making my way back to my thermostat. Okay, there you go. Sandra says day five, up-leveling the financial thermostat. If you guys want to program that in. So... Are we clear till now? Just give me an emoji if you feel clear. Yeah, clear, brilliant. So there are four unconscious barriers that keep your upper limits in place, according to Gay Hendricks. These unconscious barriers are based on false fears and beliefs imprinted into your unconscious as childhood. Do we see how everything's overlapping? Right? To explore the hidden barrier, Gay, um, Gay Hendricks recommends you to answer these questions. And this is literally what we're going to reprogram at the end of this session when we do the hypnosis. And so I'm going to give you guys 15 minutes break, but I also would like you to answer these questions in the next 15 minutes so when we come back, we can start going through the, ba um, the barriers into everything else.
Okay, brilliant. Love you all. I'm going to disappear myself. I will leave this here. Be with these questions, contemplate them, have a cup of tea, have a pee, and I'll see you in 15 minutes.